This is One-on-One's NFL Friday, bringing your weekly Jets, Giants, and NFL talk from WFUV Sports. With top guests, weekly fantasy advice, and opinionated analysis, this is One-on-One's NFL Friday. Hello and welcome to a final edition of the 2015 NFL season, the last edition of NFL Friday here for this season at WFUV Sports. Christian O'Hara alongside Tyler Freer with Rich John in the back. Tyler, how you doing today? Doing great. How are you doing, Christian? How was the Super Bowl? It was it was a blast, Tyler. It was a lot of fun. Um, one of the the highlights. Uh, of my life in terms of experiences, one of one of the best experiences of my life in terms of you know going to uh, sporting events all my life, being a sporting fan. It's definitely something that if you have the financial means to do it, definitely have to go out there and get to a Super Bowl. It was an unbelievable experience. Um, you know everything I could have ever asked for and more. Working on Radio Row, interviewing people like Dan Fouts, Bob yeah. Papa, Ryan Rucco, Kevin Harlan, you name it. You know famous people like Joe Namath and and mm. just people in the football world. People outside the football world, just a great experience. Yeah, a great broadcast throughout the whole weekend. You guys are great. I Thanks, kept bro, up with you guys it. on the website, Absolutely. on Twitter. It Absolutely. was great to see you guys out there and doing your thing. Man. Absolutely, awesome. I appreciate that, Tyler. And Definitely. and and look, you know, a lot moving forward, Tyler. Who knows? Maybe you go to Super Bowl Fifty One in Houston. Who knows? Hopefully, hopefully. You know, and 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 so you know, with that, we'll turn it over to uh, talking about the actual game. Let's 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 get right into it. The Denver Broncos are Super Bowl 50 champions. They well, beat, well deserved. They absolutely deserved it. They beat the Carolina Panthers 24-10. to And to be honest with you, Tyler, I feel like you and I were on the same page in this game, and pretty much most of America was on the same page, that we thought the way the game was going to turn out was the exact opposite. We thought Carolina's offensive line and Cam Newton would go in there and dominate. We understood how good the Denver defense was, but we just didn't think Peyton Manning would be able to kind of muster enough offense. And, and realistically, he didn't play that well. Not at all, no. Um, but it's just that Denver front, yeah. dominant. Von Miller, well-deserved MVP. MVP. Um, you know, one of the only defensive uh, players to win the, the Super Bowl MVP award, last going to Malcolm Smith of the Seattle Seahawks um, in Super Bowl Forty Eight against the same Denver Broncos. So, Tyler, what happened? Cam Newton went against the top five defense in Super Bowl history. Right. I mean, going into the game, I thought Cam was going to run the table on him, scoring 40-plus points against two really good teams in the NFC playoffs. And I just I just thought he was going to come out and do the dab, his score touchdowns, do his thing, have fun on the field. But it just looked like he had no fun. He was just couldn't get anything going. Pressure was just mounting on him throughout the whole game. Von Miller forcing fumble that led to a touchdown, which – Honestly, that 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 part in the game really changed the momentum right. going forward. So I just think he just went against a top five defense of all time, and he just he got uh, he got uh, he got it worked a little bit. I think you know Drew and I were sitting there, and we kind of thought Cam would just lead him down the field. We kind of thought the way the game was playing out, Cam has one in him. Cam has a drive in him, and he's just going to lead him down the field. And even at sixteen ten with maybe five six minutes left, we thought, all right, this is the drive. And this they is threw the an drive interception. through an interception. Strip sack by Von Miller, and that was pretty much the game that where 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 Cam fumbled there, and T.J. Ward recovered at the four or five yard line. And you saw a guy, and you probably saw it better on TV, uh, Tyler, who was mentally defeated. He just was out of it. The way they hit him, the way they hit Tom Brady, they just abused both of those guys. He couldn't get anything going offensively. Greg Olson nowhere to be found. 
is just it was a tough day for Cam. He couldn't get anything going with the offense and like I said, like you said, Von Miller with the defense that they established throughout the whole year and being number one in the league. It was just a tough day for Cam and he just looked uncomfortable. Right, and, and I think a lot of it had to do with they couldn't establish their running game. Um and look, Mike Tolbert, who hadn't fumbled all year, fumbles twice in the game. Um, you know, it was a good stick by the Bronco defender, but look, you gotta hold on to the ball in that situation. The Offense just looked lost, man. They they looked like they were moving the ball, but then they had a lot of procedural penalties, false starts. It was just a sloppy game in general. Um, I think Cam finished 18 for 41, 200-something yards a pick. Peyton finished 13 of, of 23, I believe, for 141 or 143 in a pick. So not really the best game in terms of quality, but it was great defensive football. That was football. Yeah. That was in your mouth, grind it out, we're going to punch you in the mouth. How do you respond, you know, workman-like football? Oh, yeah, certainly. And... You don't expect anything different with the two teams that were in the Super Bowl because right. they've been hot throughout the whole year. I know Denver faced some adversity, you can say, with Brock Osweiler and uh, Peyton Manning at the end of the year, not knowing who's going to be your starter going into the playoffs. So it was just it was a great Super Bowl, and I just think Peyton Manning was a well-deserved two-time Super Bowl champion, and I think he should just go out and retire. Oh, 100%, time. Tyler. You know, you look, you look at it, Peyton is a two-time world champion, has nothing left to prove in terms of you know, records and statistics. Now he has the rings to back it up. And rings, I mean, plural, because, you know, there was dangerous, you know, if he lost this game, it could be one and three. And um, look, it, it cements his place among one of the, one of the all-time greats, um, as one of the all-time greats, I, sh- I should say. Um, you know, Peyton Manning is a true professional, and he should go out on top. Um, he's done. Let's just put it. Yeah. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but he is done. That ball floats up there forever, and physically he just can't do it anymore. He cannot go through another 16-game season and into the playoffs, and, and, and it's just not there anymore. I'm sorry, Peyton. I love him. I love you, Peyton, but it's it's time to hang it up. Probably the best quarterback we've seen in our lifetime. And right. I Like you said, it's the right time to hang it up, winning the Super Bowl in your last year, kind of like his boss, John Elway, two right. times yeah, yeah. in a row to Crazy. close out his career. A lot of people were saying that he wants to follow that same path and come back for another year and hopefully go back-to-back. With the defense that they have in place, he wouldn't have right. to do too much offensively. Right. But it's just, I don't see him like standing another 16-game season going into the playoffs. And He's going to get banged up. In the NFL, it's not like the NBA. The NFL is so hard to go back-to-back. Yeah. It seems like you, you have teams every year that kind of come out of nowhere. You have teams that you know get better in the offseason, and everybody's coming for you now. You're, you're the Super Bowl champion. And so you saw it with New England this year. I, I thought New England was going to go back-to-back. Yeah. And they just met a, a pass rush that was relentless up in Denver. Um, and even still, they were that close. Because now, you know, lo- looking at this game, I think if New England beats Denver, they probably beat Carolina in the Super Bowl. So, it, you know, it's just, it's so hard to do. And, and with a guy with a, d- a diminished skill set, and now, you know, another year under his belt um, of age, you know, I, I don't I don't necessarily see it out of, out of Peyton. Yeah, I, I think he should go out on top, go into the sunset to a Super Bowl champion, two-time, actually tying his brother <laughs> with the two Super Bowls. Right, Bowl, so yeah, tied Eli. So, yeah, I think he should retire. Yeah, look, I mean, you know, Peyton turns 40 here in March, and, um, you know, it's 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 time to go. Look, Brady, Brady is nearing that threshold, but Brady is still being dominant in this game. Brady was still in consideration for the MVP. You obviously see the diminished skill set with Peyton Manning. It probably has to do with the neck surgery, um, you know, a couple years back. But, guys, I mean, you know, I just... It's unfortunate. It's it's like Kobe. You know, Kobe, this is his farewell tour. I, I, I guess I'm privileged to say that I got to see Peyton Manning's last game. Um, 
you know, it, it was something special. It was pretty cool, and, and you felt good coming out of it. You felt that, okay, you know what, if Cam had to lose and the Panthers had to lose, at least it's to a guy who was going out on top and, and one of the, the class acts of the league. Yeah, I, I agree 100% with you, Christian. Really a class act, class personified throughout his whole career. And they were going against the hottest team in the NFL, and a lot of people thought the other way. I thought Carolina I thought was so too. Win. I thought so, too. I thought Carolina was just a better football team, but we were wrong. Yeah, and then just to see the way it turned out and with Denver to come out on top, I can't be mad. It's Peyton Manning last year, most likely, one of the best quarterbacks ever. It's just It was a great way to see him, like you said, end his career. He didn't announce it yet, but it's it's most likely right. his last game. So I think it was definitely some closure for Peyton Manning. Absolutely, absolutely, Tyler. And, and and Rich reminds me in the back that I hated on Carolina all year. I said that they were overrated. And then the the thing that put me over the edge to pick Carolina in the Super Bowl was there was two things. One, kind of how dominant they had been against Seattle and then especially against Arizona. Um, but then two, I was like, Peyton can't do it. I just didn't think Peyton could do it. And, and it's not like Peyton did it. His defense really did it for him. Yeah. But um, – you got to give credit where credit is due. You know, Peyton won the ring. Yeah. You know, he, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't lose the game for the Broncos. No, he was nothing more than a game manager. Right. Exactly. But but, but if what they need, if you're asked to do that and you do that successfully, you can't blame him. Yeah. And so, so you know, it's funny. You know, just I've been I picked against Carolina all postseason, <laughs> and then the one game I pick them, they lose. I was, yeah. Rich was telling me to give you some uh, some crap for talking, yeah. talking about Cam Newton all year. Right. And, yeah. Uh, look, I mean, in the Super Bowl. I oh. I think I think. Cam, look, Cam was the rightful MVP. Cam was the best yeah. player in the league. Um, but look, I would just point out certain statistics that hey, like you know, Cam doesn't have as many touchdowns as this guy, or Cam, you know, his completion percentage is off. Or I was just nitpicking because really, my beef is with Josh Norman, and that's a whole another <laughs> story that's been well documented on this show. Yeah. Um, but it's funny. Number twenty-four gets called for the third and goal pass interference on Demarius Thomas. Perhaps the most important play of the game, up 16-10. to 10. Even if you give up a field goal, I get it's a two-possession game, but it's 19-10. to 10. Instead of, all right, now you're going down two scores. Just funny. It's funny how things work. Yeah, it's uh, karma. Yeah, karma. literally, karma, <laughs> karma. And, um, and look, in sp- speaking of retirement, speaking of players who are, are at their last, last leg or maybe not at their last leg, two, uh, maybe one surprise retirement, maybe not two, in terms of age, definitely a surprise. But in terms of attitude, Marshawn Lynch and Calvin Johnson, yeah, both decided to hang it up. And you know what, Tyler, I I'm gonna say I'm more shocked that Calvin Johnson decided to hang it up than Marshawn. Oh Lynch. yeah, I think they both have something left in the absolutely. tank. Absolutely, absolutely. To see Calvin Johnson just say after ten years of playing right. in the NFL, two years ago, the best receiver in the league. Yeah, he was having eighteen hundred yards. I think <laughs> it was. He broke the record. Unbelievable. So, I think it's just that. It's the organization he's with. Yeah, the, the Lions, Lions have man. been Barry Sanders, ter- you know. It's just been terrible for them throughout their whole their whole like their whole time being at the organization. It's just been bad news. So you don't wanna you don't wanna say it's a good move to retire when you still when you say a player could have still some left in the tank. But I wouldn't want to play for the Lions either with Right. I mean Matthew Stafford's a good quarterback, yeah. but they just haven't got they haven't haven't made any moves, so I don't I don't see why he would stay. But it's right. it's a little sad. Yeah, look, I mean, I thought Calvin. I think this is more kind of to, to do. I, I think the Lions certainly have something to do with it, but I think it, his body's giving out on him. I think a little bit, and he's not the same player that he was. And, and Calvin was struggling through injuries his past couple of years, and maybe he re, he realizes that look, yeah, my body is never going to be the same. And it, rather than try to force through it and play football, 
I'm just going to retire and hang it up because I'm never going to be the same Calvin Johnson, which is sad because he was one of the best receivers. I would say he's the best receiver in the league when healthy. Um, yeah, no, I would agree with you. So, you know, and, and then and then on the flip side, you turn over to Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn has always been an interesting guy. And this is my personal opinion. I don't know if it's true or not. I'm not so sure Marshawn Lynch ever really cared about football. I think that he played football because he knew he was good at it and he made it made him a lot of money. But did he actually have an intense love for the actual game of football? I'm not so sure. That's why I think the decision for him to hang it up was so easy. Yeah, with the attitude he's portrayed right. throughout his whole career, it's, it wasn't surprising. Right. And with your statement of saying not not really um, enjoying the game of football, I right. can agree. I mean, he just played angry all the time, which was good to be a bruiser-tight right. running back. Absolutely. But One of the great running backs we've seen in the past five years. Since, I th- I've seen a stat that since 2010, he's only behind Adrian Peterson for yards from scrimmage. Right. So he's so, you know he's one of the, he's the real deal. He's been producing for right. the last five six years, but like you said, that attitude it comes a long way, and you can't stay in this game if your heart isn't with the with the game. Right. So yeah, well, I wasn't surprised by Marshawn Lynch retiring. Right. And 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 I don't think it comes as as a surprise to much of 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 the football world and and, and us football fans here at uh, WFUV. Um, you know, looking ahead, Tyler, you know, these guys have retired. Um, what do you think, you know, maybe, maybe we can kind of expand this into a league wide question. Do you think you're going to start to see guys retiring early because of the concussions? I don't necessarily think that, you know, you have to, if you're a position player, it's hard in the NFL, you don't play, you know, 20 years, the guys who play 20 years at positions are the all time greats. Um, are you going to start to see guys retiring early? I could see it. Maybe. Yeah, I could start seeing that just because, like you said, the health right. issues that are arising. I right. mean, that's the number one topic going right. into every offseason for as long as I can remember. It's just concussions and what could we do to prevent concussions and what could we do to prevent the NFL from being diminished completely because there's a lot of people in the NFL who don't think it's going to be around in 20, 25 years. Right, which I disagree with, but... Yeah, which I disagree too because the way the NFL is in this country, I don't think oh, it's, it's going... It's not yeah, going anywhere. It's a religion. I think that's more of a, a tactic to get teams and get the NFL's yeah. player association to get a get a move on on this new helmets, new technology cuz right. they're always complaining about what's the next step right. to prevent concussions. Yeah. And I think that was just trying to get the ball moving to like scare the NFL, but yeah, players are going to start keeping that in the back of their mind that they don't want to end up with CTE. That's a big word yeah. flying around the yeah. NFL and <clears throat> people losing their memory or can't I remember there's a story with a NFL player who just retired, he can't walk up the steps properly. He doesn't, like, remember how to yeah, do it. It's yeah. just a lot of scary stories. So I wouldn't be surprised if people start retiring early. Right, exactly. You know, um, guys like Antoine Randall recently come out and yeah. said that, um, you know, it, it's just, you know, I regret p- playing football. I don't know if he necessarily regrets playing football. He regrets what happened to him playing football. Um, but, look, I'm always of the mindset that if you love the game, you don't care. That's you don't thing. care, yeah. and 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 it's the culture. It's it's ingrained in you. And look, you make the decision. Nobody makes you play. Pretty sure it was Heinz Ward that said nobody makes you go out there and play. You you have to want to go out there and play. And so you know when you take that into consideration, you have to you know keep that in mind moving forward. And some of these players, if they don't want to play anymore, then they retire. It's simple as that. That's it. The guys who really love the game, the guys who you know think that the the game is worth the health risks. And if I was in that position, I would 
I would tend to incline, I would be inclined to to lean maybe more that way. That hey, you know what? I'm playing football. I'm being paid millions of dollars to do it, and I have a genuine love for the game. Yeah. So maybe I'm going to want to try to stick it out. And I'm going to take this angle because right. I seen a Ronnie Lott interview where he yes. said that it's more than just risking CT or risking concussions. Yeah. It's, it's life lessons. It's right. It's camaraderie. It's, it's with team. It's like learning how to, you know, just. Get, set a goal and then obtain it, and then with a group of fifty men, it's it's tough to do that anywhere. There's else. Tyler, you you hit the nail right on the head, and and, and here's why. Ever since I stopped playing football, um, after my senior year of high school, there is no feeling like you know being in a locker room with the guys, being on the field with the guys. There is no you cannot recreate that in life. No. There is no feeling like it, and I can only imagine what that feeling is like amplified at the professional level. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I miss I miss playing football every day. Yeah. And so when you take that and, you know, Ronnie Lott, Ronnie Lott is 100% right. There is no feeling like being part of that team atmosphere, especially in football, because it's such a violent game and everybody's going through the same thing. And so when you look to your brother next to you and you see, okay, you know what? He's going through something. I'm going to battle for him. It's, there's just a whole higher level of emotion that's that you can never recreate in real life. Mm-hmm. And that is what you miss the most as a former player. Yeah, no, I agree. Like you said, it's you don't get that anywhere else. You might see it like right. in other locker rooms, but right. like you said, football is so violent yeah. that you're going to war with like, yes. your brother. That's yes. your brother on the field. You're going to war with him, and it's just it's life lessons and right accountability, being a better man, things like that. Yeah. The, the, I mean, you're taught that in every sport, but it's more so I, I feel like in football. And I'm biased. Look, you know, I I I'm, I get it. You got the hoodie on. Right yeah, now. absolutely. Got the Don Bosco football <laughs> sweatshirt on. Um, always repping, but look, it's 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 about life lessons. It's about molding yourself into a better man. And football gives you the adversity, puts you in the situations to take that and use that in real life. And that's why I feel like for me, it's been such an instrumental part in my life that I feel like I wish people saw that. But those are the things you don't see, and it's unfortunate because it's frustrating to people like me who have the game has had such a tremendous impact on my life. But you have people out there, oh CTE this, CTE that. Yeah. They just don't get it. They never put on pads. And then you got the house moms, or they don't yeah. want their sons playing football. Right. And it's, I, I understand where you're coming from. I have a niece yeah. and nephew. Right. And I, I wouldn't mind if my nephew played football. Right. Because, you know, like you said, yeah. we, we just we just said all the different components. Right. But there's, there's these moms. Or Look, even, I mean, f- even fathers in the NFL who are right. around the league who don't want them to play football. I just, I disagree. I, I disagree, but I don't blame them. It's their kid. It's it's the health of their kid, and look, things happen. You know, you always hear about the scary and unfortunate things that happen. But I will say this: you know, if 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 your son or son or daughter even wants to wants to go out there and risk it, I think that that intense love of the game, you keeping them away from that, I think will only hurt them. Yeah. Um, and look, there was a time when I was growing up, I was pretty much too small, so my parents kind of kept me out until like seventh grade. And so I played seventh grade through high school. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I could have played Pop Warner. I would have always been one of the smaller guys. But I guess my parents just said, you know what, I'm a little small. Okay. And then I, I just kept festering. Like, oh, look, I want to play. I want. And then at some point, they just couldn't say no. Yeah. You know, if I wanted to do it, they let me do it. And you know what? It turned out to be one of the best decisions they've made and I've ever made. And, you know, it's I, under, I, I completely understand why former players – um you know, come on the side of look. We sign up to play because we love to play, and and some of the some of the guys say, "Oh, I wish I did things differently," and I wish, you know, the concussions didn't happen. Of course not. Nobody wants that. But you know, a guy like Chris Conti on the Bears, who was the safety, said that I would die early 
to do what I do today. Meaning, if, if you were to tell me, live a normal life and, and die at a normal age, or die a little early and be an NFL player, he said, I'd rather be living the life that I'm living. Yeah, I, I like that analogy because so, it really hits what we're trying to make. It, the point yeah, it hits of, home. It hits the home, and that's a great point, and I agree with you 100%. Right, and so you know, we'll move off this topic. Let's get into maybe looking down the road a little bit and maybe looking towards next year. Um, let's let's talk about Tyler. Before we get into your predicted Super Bowl Fifty One matchup, let's get into maybe teams that you think will surprise next year coming up, or teams that you think might make the playoffs or or, or get better. Uh, off the top of my head, right? There's one team that in particular that has gotten better that traditionally hasn't been okay good, and that's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, you know what? I really like that pick. And I know it's I really sound, like that it pick. sounds like a little crazy because the Jacksonville Jaguars, right. they haven't been good since Tom Coughlin is coached. <laughs> right, literally. But Allen Robinson, top 10 in receiving yards. Yeah. Blake, Bro- Blake, Broil- have you seen? Blake Bortles. Bortles. Yeah. And I think he had 35. 35 touchdowns, second in the league, tied right. with Eli and Carson. There's a lot of and upside can. with this team. I just think when the draft comes around in May, you have to draft defensively if you're this team. Yes, because 100%. You, you can get as many skilled players as you, as you want. But if you don't sharpen up the defense in the NFL, you're going to get scored See with the Giants, 40 man. points on it. Exactly. We've seen it in New York. So uh, my, my team, off the top of my head, is Jacksonville. I'll probably have to come back to you in the offseason with right. maybe a different team. I'm still thinking, but I like Jacksonville. Definitely making some noise. I, I like that pick a lot. Um, off the top of my head, I'm just trying to race through the divisions here. Um, I think, look, I, I'm being really biased. I, I think the Giants are going to have a good year next year. I think that despite all odds, um, if they draft defensive talent, the offensive talent is there. They may, yeah. maybe need they need another receiver. Yeah. Bottom line, if they can go out and sign somebody like Alshon Jeffrey, that would pretty much take the the, the heat off Eli, if you will, who had who had another great statistical year. Yeah. Um, but if you draft defensively, and they were in some of these games with this clown show of a roster that they had, <laughs> they could have easily been ten and six. Easy, easy. So if you put talent on that roster with Eli playing prime football. I think they could bounce back. You have one of the better wide receiver quarterback duos in the league. Right. And Victor Cruz, who has, hasn't has had a great season since probably hit the Super Bowl year. Agreed, back 100%. If he can come back and give you a 1,000-yard season alongside right. Odell, Odell be uh, alongside the... a, a handful of draft picks that right. help you defensively, yeah, Giants could definitely make some noise. And, and they've been close in almost every game they lost this year. There was a three points, five points, something like One a possession touchdown. game, one yeah, absolutely. And, and, and Tyler, you hit the nail on the head. Also, one thing to consider for the, for New York, they have among the most cap space in the NFL, about 50 or $60 million in cap space. So they can go out there and sign some free agents yeah. in addition to building in the draft. Yeah. I feel like this team needs to focus solely on defensive talent. The offense will come later. If you get a guy like Alshon Jeffrey, who's only 25, 26 years old, to get to to come in, you got to take the chance. Um, look, you know, I'm I'm a Giants fan. I'm and, I, and this is more of a me wanting to see them do well yeah. than maybe I actually think they're going to do well. But look, right. if if they put the right amount of talent on the on the defensive side of the ball, I think they can do well. Um, and I'm going to give you a team that I think will bounce back next year. I don't necessarily think they have enough talent to maybe make a deep run, but I think the Baltimore Ravens bounce back next year. I think Joe Flacco has a good year. Um, and I think the defense kind of starts to mold into their own. Another team where you know all the defensive stars are kind of gone. Yeah. Uh, Ed Reed, Ray Lewis, guys like that. Uh, Terrell Suggs got hurt this year. Mm-hmm. So you know, I think Baltimore bounced back. Two two teams that have had success and have you know reached the pinnacle of the mountain, winning the Super Bowl, winning about you know three three of the last few Super Bowls here. I think we'll have success this year, this coming year. No, I, I agree. Um, I'm trying to think of another team off the top of my head right. that. Um, I put you on the spot here, man. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't worry about it, man. It's, uh, 
What do you think about Buffalo? Buffalo, they their defense behind Rex Ryan, of course, is going right. to be one of the tops in the league when you have that kind of mind, defensive yeah. mind running your team. It just comes down to, speaking of the Bills, Shady McCoy. Right, he's dealing, yeah. He's yeah. dealing with a felony charge on assault of a police officer. He could get arrested. He's facing five years in jail, so we don't know what's going on with the running back right. position. Not going to elaborate on it because we don't have enough information, but right, like, yeah, like you def- said. Definitely. See, he's going through something right now, and their quarterback, Tyrod Taylor, has a lot of upside. It's a dual threat, which you don't see a lot of in this league anymore. I like the Buffalo Bills, but in that division with the Jets, who have yeah, been improved, right. the Patriots, and Patriots always, who have yeah. been 10 win seasons for the past 13 years, yeah. it's going to be tough for them to make the playoffs, so I don't see them getting there. Right. But another team off the top of my head is San Francisco. Okay. Chip, Chip Kelly? The Chip Kelly era has started okay. in All San right. Fran. Hey, a lot of San Francisco 49ers jerseys out there when Drew and I, I were out I was going to say, you just came back from the Bay Area. They were probably um, upset, to say the least, about their team. Yeah, pretty crappy year. Yeah, so I think if they can keep Colin Kaepernick, which is not a certainty right now because the, the Jets are looking at him, Houston's looking at him, right. and he's not happy there. So if, if they can find a way to get Colin Kaepernick back his swag, because when yeah. he was— when he went to the Super Bowl with the 49ers, there was no quarterback like him in the NFL. Agreed, agreed. And and Tyler, I was such a I was high on Colin Kaepernick. Me too. Me too. And he just kind of hit a wall. Yeah. And I think it had to do with the Harbaugh situation. But I think I feel like Kaepernick would fit well in Chip Kelly's offense, but it's only a matter of time until we see that. He needs to fix a lot of mechanically. He yeah. he throws seeds. He throws darts mm-hmm. at his receivers, but he needs a little bit more touch on the ball as a former baseball player. Yeah, he's like throwing a fastball. Yeah, literally he's a literally. fastball. Uh, you know, at a guy, you know, running around two yards <laughs> into the flat. But you know, um, look, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. And San Francisco needs more talent. Again, that whole Super Bowl team is pretty much gone. Yeah, uh, they just need a lot more. They need an infusion of talent. Uh, I don't think Chip Kelly will save them, at least in in the initial yeah. uh, going here. Um, let's get to Super Bowl Fifty One matchups. <laughs> Um, I know it's really early. Really early. Like, really you know, early. our picks are going to be completely wrong. <laughs> I'm just doing it. Just We're having fun, right? Yeah, we're having yeah. fun. <sighs> I picked Green Bay. As Rich cues up the pick music. Um, I, um, I picked Green Bay to go to the Super Bowl before this year started, and then Jordy Nelson got hurt. Which, if he wasn't, they probably would have made a run. To I, I agree, they would have made yeah. them in Carolina probably. Yeah. Um, I think. I think I'm gonna let you start. Okay. And uh, I think I'm gonna make you pick. All right. Your Super Bowl matchup before I think of mine. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I'm gonna be easy in the AFC. I'm gonna go Patriots. They were, yeah. They were okay. a game away last right. year. Bill Belichick was gonna get that team ready. You yeah. already know. Yes. Yeah. It's been um. It's been consistent play for them throughout uh, 10 years or so. So right. I think the Patriots will make it in the AFC. And uh, as an early prediction, I'm going to go with Carolina. Really? Okay. Ka- Calvin Benjamin coming back. Okay. All right. All Their right. number one receiver t- going into the offseason was Calvin Benjamin. Right. Towards ACL. Yeah. Out for the year. Yeah. Everyone wrote them off, and then right. they go 15-1. Right. You add him alongside one of the better tight ends in the league, I'm going Carolina, Patriots, and Super Bowl 51. This is my pick. <laughs> this was my pick before this season. Um, it was Green Bay in New England. Okay. Um, I think I'm gonna go with it. Again. I'm gonna go with it again. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go with it again because it didn't happen this year. Um, I think New England 
is the best team in the AFC. I, I'm not convinced that they weren't a better team than Denver. They just kind of caught the hot team at the at the hot moment. But look, you got to give credit to Denver. They won the Super Bowl, Super Bowl and champions. It's that defense too. Absolutely, so that tough. defense is, is ridiculous. I think if the if New England and Denver play next year in Foxborough, New England. If they played this year in Foxborough, New England would have won. But anyway, I'm going to go New England out of the AFC, and I'm going to go a healthy Green Bay Packer team with Jordy Nelson. You saw Aaron Rodgers look like a shell of himself this year, but still pulled off amazing miracle Hail Marys. Mm -hmm. Two of them this year. Unbelievable. I think getting his top receiver back, and if Julius Peppers comes back for maybe one more year, I think the Packers get to the Super Bowl out of the NFC because it's time to start getting Aaron Rodgers that talk of a second ring as one of the all-time greats. Packers, Patriots, you heard it here first. On February 12th, 2016, Will those two teams meet in Houston Super Bowl 51, February 2017? Who knows? I'm going to go Packers, Patriots. Tyler's going Panthers, Patriots. Mm -hmm. Should be fun. It's been a lot of fun, man. Over the past three years, four years, I've been at WFUV Sports. This is my last NFL Friday, Tyler. I'm a senior. I'm graduating. You know, we usually do one wrap-up show here after the Super Bowl. And, um... Look, man, it's it's been a lot of fun. I almost can't believe I'm saying this. I'm sitting here saying this as a senior with my feet up here. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's been a lot of fun working with seniors like you know Rich Jean, Rich Jean, excuse me. I finally got it right after four years. Matt Morrow, <laughs> Matt Cr- Matt Crow, um, you know, guys like that. Corey Miller, shout out to Corey Miller in Rome, um, and anybody else I'm forgetting. Luke Palmer. Um, I believe, yeah, Brendan Bowers, absolutely. All the seniors, Anthony Pusick, all the seniors I work with on staff here, they've been great. Um, I'm just trying to remember uh, guys who we've worked with uh, throughout the course of the year. Um, and so, anybody I forget, I I, I apologize. Um, but it's been it's been it's been a great season, Tyler, working with everybody, and and you know, FUV will hold a special place in my heart, and so will NFL Friday, my favorite show to do here at WFUV Sports, just for the atmosphere, kicking back, chilling with the guys. No, um, I'm happy to be here for your last show. Absolutely, Senior, bro. you're graduating in May. Good luck with uh, your future endeavors for sure. Hopefully, you know, we keep in touch after you leave WFEV. I'll still be here. I got about two years left. Right. So I'll be putting in my work. So you'll see me around, and uh, good luck to you, man. It's been great this season. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Had a lot of fun doing fantasy, doing being a host. It was a great time, man. Great time. Thanks, Tyler. I, I appreciate that. And look, I, I feel comfortable leaving this show in the hands of guys like you and Corey Miller and Drew Casey. Um, kind of, you know, passing the proverbial torch um, over to the younger guys. And, and look, it, it's going to be a blast. And I know the show must go on and it will go on under, you know, everybody's guidance here. And I have confidence in the young guys. You know, we'll give them the key to the city. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure they'll, they'll, they'll mine the gate pretty well. Well, Rich, um, it's been it's been a good ride. Anything you want to say, Rich? Here at the at the end before we we wrap it up. Uh, you know it's kind of bittersweet. You go through four years of something, and you're gonna finally switch it. You're gonna go to a new lifestyle, but you know we'll always still watch football. We'll always still talk about football. Nothing's just gonna change. We just won't be doing it in a radio station. Uh, Tyler, I hope you have all the best taking over. You, Drew, and Core, I'm sure will keep the train going on and on. And um, you know just. Just nothing. Nothing's new, man. It's just a whole different path. Wise words there from Rich John, and uh, you know, I guess that'll do it here, guys. Uh, for the last time, thank you, everyone, for listening to NFL Friday, this last NFL Friday of the NFL season for 2015. NFL Friday has been a production of WFUV Sports.
this has been one-on-one's NFL Friday, only on WFUVsports.org. Join us next week as we take you around the NFL. We'll see you then.